For Krumi Media's Polity, I'm Tabi Madiba. Joining me today is leading activist of community upliftment and founding member and CEO of Wiphold, Gloria Sorobe, here to unpack a book titled An Ode to My Mother-in-Law, Winnie Sorobe. Welcome, Medleria. You penned an ode to your mother-in-law, Winnie Sarobe, with this book. So can you briefly tell us how she inspired you with love and acceptance? Um, I'm 36 years married. Um, so when you join this large family as a new uh, wife, it can be quite daunting uh, because you're coming into a, an established set of homes with their value systems and fellow systems and traditions and all of that and so most important is that you are integrating yourself into this mm. and um, it, it helps a lot to have somebody who can hold your hand as you do that because what really is expected of us is that we can just take a back seat and learn how it's done, how are they doing things here, and make it your business to understand it. So I think the best person to learn from in my mind is the one who has done the same thing before, some 40 years before you, because she too came from her own home and joined this family. Now she is part of the system. And that's what inspired uh, want to write this. And can you briefly talk to us about your relationship with Mama, as you call her in the book, Winnie Robe. Also share with us some of what could be useful to mothers and daughters-in-law. I think the, the importance of seeing her as Mama is that, truly speaking, you are being transferred from one mother to another mother. So your own mother has done her best to bring you up to a certain age. And so when you get married, you, you kind of like get into that other uh, house with a mother in it. So in my case, I was 28 uh, when that happened. It's not that bad in terms of age and maturity, but in terms of it being your first marriage, you don't know much about anything, uh, it's almost like that's the stage that she's taking you then to another level to be a woman, to be a wife, to be a mother, yourself, and, and so on. So the, what one can learn from that, because she actually uh, gave a very firm hand, very firm support, and uh, learnings of course, you must be teachable as well, and um, but carry you to uh, all manner of things. Interesting enough, um, I'm saying that you need a mentor in marriage, just like you need a mentor at work. And But with marriage, we tend to think that we don't really, but you do, because also families are a deep system as well. Just like when you join NetBank or Standard Bank, you are joining a deep system. That's why you need a mentor. And secondly, um, at that young age, you, you struggle with this thing of balancing being successful at work 
and also being successful in the family, being a good wife, could be a good mother, being a Makoti in our case. And so the the, the importance there of, of my mother-in-law then is that of she also bridged that gap of where you're struggling in this uh, career and family because she herself was a professional nurse and she understood that uh, struggle of being a career woman and also being a wife. She was 21 uh, when she got married, much younger than me, but she actually successfully brought up a family of, uh, of five children in the process and being a professional nurse and also being a community worker. And all of this, she passes them to me, which became very handy for me, even as I was progressing uh, in my career, in my business life. So I'm just saying, you are actually then asking what lessons then uh, can you give, is to say for those who are mothers-in-laws, uh, can you be kind uh, to this little girl coming from wherever and be that mother that she has left behind and take her forward. But I'm also saying to the young uh, wives, can you just give this mother a chance uh, to bring you up and be the mother that you left behind? And, and when you do that, there's a chance that there will be a better you, uh, both at work and here as a family person because she also has seen it all. We also tend to say that uh, I'm a career woman, uh, whatever. These mothers were career women. Remember, most mothers were domestic workers. There was nothing much more harsh than being a domestic worker because in the few hours of a day, all her time is spent doing this domestic work somewhere to earn a living and no much time left to schedule this and schedule that. So we can't claim more hardship uh, today because you're a lawyer, you're a CA, you're in computer science, and you've got a career in Standard Bank. They had a career. We are not the first lot uh, to have careers. Other mothers were teachers and nurses, all manner of things. And so they have learned how to make do with a little bit of time they've got uh, to bring up, bring up homes. And so I think we can learn from that and, and, and have enough humility uh, to understand that there's nothing much more special about us being career women today. These women were career women long time ago. And Midloria, talk to us more on how Mewini Sorobe was always deeply rooted in her community and contributed as much as she could. She came from uh, Tabanjo. Uh, Tabanjo, born 1933, time-wise, uh, it's quite a, a, a serious period in terms of, uh, of life in South Africa. All the social ills you can think about. Uh, were loaded on that time and so in their lifetime they've seen a lot of that and so what happens is that a while of course she took the route of being a, a professional nurse she also was deeply entrenched in the community work and whether it is about 
being a consumer or being a blind association or Black Housewives League, everything. Because all these NGOs, one way or another, uh, they were dealing with one type of social ill to another. And, um, and she became very active in that. In the process, she dragged me into that as well. Uh, because I didn't know much about community work. Uh, I learned it from her. Um, which I'm always grateful for that because my career doesn't necessarily take me to that road. But in my decision making, I'm preoccupied by all of those things because she actually entrenched me in that way of thinking. Tell us how Mama connected you to her networks and in doing so, she built you a village of support, mentorship and leadership. So as she was going on with her community work and taking me along, wanting me to assist here and there, um, I met most of these leaders, except of course I knew them in that context. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that they were important people until quite a time later. So you'll find that uh, in YWCA, uh, Major Isaroka is there uh, with the uh, uh, Zamani sisters and so on. You find Uma Ellen Kuzwayo, they are there. We then go to the Black Consumer Union, Omani Noni Rampumane, they are there. You go to the Black Housewives Leagues, Oma um, Salimotlana is the president. This side, then you have Mamlea Tutu, all of them were in one thing or another. Um, and as you are going through this, you are actually, um, you are being nurtured mm -hmm. uh, by these powerful women, Ome Albertina Sisulu. You're being nurtured by these powerful women you're not even aware that actually they are powerful. Um, all I knew was that I had a mother everywhere, whether I go to Botswana or Mafikeng um, or Mabopane or Springs, Davidson, Kwatema, I always knew that there is a mother there that I know I can always ship in and say hello. And uh, so I became this gorgeous a little Makoti who's got a mother-in-law everywhere I could go and so even by the time then I realized that these are important women I had a natural relationship uh, with them mm -hmm. and so I could source support whenever I needed it from them because I knew, knew them in that way so when I'm talking about shifting her network uh, to me it is in that context yeah, just being with mothers and making tea and coffee and scones and every umakotigawini, that's all you are. I don't know if your name doesn't show up, right? Um, but, you know, yeah, and in business, I have leaned on them sometimes with ease. Even though they were not in business, they were a community worker and others were politicians, Omam, Emma, Mashinini, all of that. And you could actually lean on them, even in business. 
And Midloria, discuss with us some of Whipple's milestones in your career. Well, Whipple itself, the formation, is, a, is an important milestone. Actually, even on Whipple, when we decided to form Whipple and there was four of us, um, we were aware that we are not quite known uh, because we were young. But what we were going to do was to end up having to get people to invest into Whipple, trust us with their money, and they don't know us. And that time was a horrible time because there were pyramid schemes where people were being cheated out of their monies and, 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 and all of that. So it was going to be difficult to just go cold and actually tell women to invest in Whipple. So what we did was to uh, take 30 stalwarts, leaders, uh, away for the weekend to brief them about Whipple, what we want to do, and even though they said they are not business people, who said we are talking to you as leaders. And therefore we want to get your understanding of what we do, endorse it if you think it is the correct thing to do. But we are quite uh, anxious that the women uh, are not in the mainstream of the economy. And we can only do it this way. And so we stayed over the weekend, Omam Leatut, Omam Salimotlana, all of them uh, for this weekend, Omam Joyce Roque, Omam Tombini, all of that, uh, 30 of them. And at the end of the weekend, they actually then did say they understand and they endorsed the program and we can go ahead. What was then easy for us was that we could have that voice behind us for encouragement, but also have that voice behind us for in case we wanted to do something untoward towards people's minds, that voice also was a reminder that you cannot create crime around this. You have to do it right. Governance was everything. Not one cent must be lost because their credibility is now sitting behind you. And um, so that is an example of taking those networks uh, to something that they're tangible. Of course, Paul does very well. It becomes a first woman coming to be listed in stock exchange, extremely exciting. Um, Whipple does other things. Today, Whipple is, is a proud owner of a cement plant, for example. Now, the idea of being in cement is a man's thing, right? Mm. Uh, but we excited ourselves, besides it being a good sector commercially, but we excited ourselves about being able to disrupt these sectors but deep in, uh, in agriculture, again, because we want to disrupt uh, this sector of agriculture. So um, there's many other things really, milestones, we call it milestones, 30 years, so mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's quite a long time. And lastly, Medloria, what are you hoping people take away after reading this book? What I'm hoping people will take away from this book is that, number one, uh, while we are building uh, South Africa in all manner of ways, economically and so on, we also have a broken family system. We've got a broken 
the social fabric is very much broken and the in a way while the proxy is my mother-in-law and the big thing I want in this book is to show actually how the foundation of family is the one that will make or break South Africa economically or politically and to the extent that, that foundation is broken we need to build it again uh, we need to reconstruct uh, the family units and um, for the marriage and the mother-in-law system and being teachable and have the humility to be the leader of this family in their way not your way uh, to understand how that family of Sirobe has lived over so many years and uh, even when you bring some enhancements uh, into it even when you do bring some value add uh, to it but first know it you can't change the whole thing you have to you can add value to something that has been established over many years how uh, people are buried here uh, some families bury in the morning, some families bury midday, others in the evening, some, bear, some families bury immediately, others can stay uh, two weeks. This belongs here, it's not yours. And so as an incoming uh, wife, Makoti, follow those rules, respect those traditions, uh, give honor to those uh, family systems and if you can make them better do so within those boundaries of those uh, family values because they are not yours the reason you have to do that is because your children are going to be part of the system and you do not want to leave them with a family with no values with no foundation with no tradition with none of that because even as we go global as uh, South Africa we're doing have this uh, global play now we're playing in the big spaces uh, you have Saudi Arabia you've got UAE you've got Europe uh, America playing with us all of these people you'll notice they know who they are uh, and they're not going to change their lives for us what is very important is that even us when we play with them you can't mimic them you must be a South African you must be from the Serobe family I am not from another family and so everything that comes uh, with Serobe I carry with me because everything that comes with them they carry it with them even as you sit in the boardrooms, you are sitting with people who are very comfortable uh, with their traditions, how they wear and how they dress and all of that. And so there's a bit on our side which I think we're starting to want to disown uh, those things that are ours because we think that they're not cute, they're not cool and all of that. And in the process, uh, we are losing ourselves, we're becoming weaker and weaker because we have no point of reference. Everyone, when the chips are down, 
everyone goes home. And so when we have broken these homes, we have nothing to go back to. And so I want this uh, book to be that book that can have these conversations in homes about uh, is maybe the route to take about uh, building these homes because I'm referring to the fact that the fact that you are getting married today, the expectation is that you'll come and build this family. You will come and do better than your own mother or your own mother-in-law about uh, this uh, family. You'll come and do better than all of them but you will keep their value system traditions exactly as they are and, and enhance them if you have to. That is what I want the book to do. Hopefully over Christmas people will be having those conversations because some of the things we're struggling with as, a, as a young wives, we're sweating the small stuff really. Uh, there's nothing dramatic about expectation that you will cook for the family. You are going to cook for yourself, by the way. It's just that now instead of cooking for one, you are cooking for ten. So what? Uh, so the things that we're dramatic about are not very important. The important thing for me is entrench yourself into this family, make it work. And so let's just make these family units to work uh, if we are going to build South Africa in whatever form whether politically or economically, but the family f system must be based properly. That is what I'm hoping. That was Gloria Sorobe speaking to Krima Media's Polity about an ode to my mother-in-law, Winnie Sorobe.